Welcome to the Lotus Life Podcast. My name is Kim Fisher. I'm a mindset and manifesting coach, showing women like you how to find, refine, and sustain the life of their dreams in order to create a life of productivity, achievement, and happiness. I'm so thankful you're here. This podcast serves as a portal to usher us all forward into the highest expression our soul desires. Let's go get it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to my channel. Welcome to the podcast. It's awesome to have you here. So today's episode is, I think, really going to be helpful for you and interesting. I've had a lot of experience with this topic, and I'm still working on it. So cutting right to the chase for you. When it comes to other people's opinions of me, I have worked very hard in the last six months to a year, but definitely within the last six months to embrace my inner story over the opinion of others. Now, it might come as a surprise to you the next thing I'm about to say, and I don't mean this in a harsh way. Um, but, but let me say it and then I'll explain why I do it. Okay. So when it comes to my beliefs of who I am, my values, my, you know, my moral compass, if something is right for me or not, if I always look to external validation, I will always be steered incorrectly. I will always be steered wrong. Even if it's good feedback. Yes, that is what I said. Let me explain. Sometimes we get rocking and rolling. We're finding our current. We're finding our footing. We're finding momentum. We're loving our lives, whether that's your job, your career, you're working for someone else, you're doing entrepreneurship, you're a parent or what a teacher, whatever it is you're doing and you're finding your footing. Along the way, as you find your footing, as you build your competency, as you build your confidence, you're going to get compliments from people. If we're not careful, we can become almost hooked on those compliments. You guys know what I'm talking about. We've all had that situation where all of a sudden you do something great and no one says shit about it. And you're like, your little ego's bruised, right? You're like, what the heck? Hello, I'm over here being fabulous. You guys have always complimented me about this. What's the difference right now? What? Where are you guys? Where's the love? JT, where is the love? Anyone? Anyone? So, and I think in all seriousness, you know, I love social media. I'm the first person to, 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 say that social media is the best tool for really helping people like myself, people like you get the message out there of who you are, what you're about and serve other people. However, social media has done a great job at getting us hooked even more on those double taps, those little red hearts, the shares, the follows, the comments. And if we don't get those things, we're thinking that we're failing. Here is the most important message I want to give you in today's podcast, and that is this, that just because someone doesn't say great job doesn't mean you need to go ahead and change your messaging, change your central beliefs of who you are, change your opinions about life to suddenly try to chase those likes. 
we do that, and when we do that, we fragment ourselves, we break ourselves in half to please other people. And then we keep going through life, getting little bumps of, yes, they liked me, they complimented me, or there's a double tap on my post, or they shared it on my reel. Okay, it's, it's doing something. People are responding in a positive way. That's what I was hoping for. Oh, good, oh, good, oh, good. And then all of a sudden, we're doing the same damn thing the next week and crickets. And then it fucks with our heads if you're not careful. And by careful, I mean having your inner moral compass, your inner North Star. You guys, it must be intact. If you are always looking to people's comments about you, the feedback from others, and you're needing positive feedback, to get yourself in a positive mood, if you're needing the bump, the hit, the validation from other people in order for you to start feeling good, you're doing something wrong. And you've got to, seriously, with all the love in my heart, you've got to start paying attention to yourself and healing those wounds and doing that inner work and paying attention to yourself bumping up, boosting up your own value of yourself, your self-confidence, because those are the things. When you start to do that for yourself, those are the things that make you resilient as fuck. You won't need the comments from other people. You'll just know you've done a great job. You won't need the double tap, the hearts, the likes, all that. You'll just know that was authentic and that felt good to get my message out there. Do you feel the difference even when I say that? Needing this validation versus I need no validation. I'm putting my message out there. And regardless of whether it hits, it lands, it doesn't, it, 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 people think I'm crazy. People think it's awesome. People think it's terrible. People like it. People don't like it. Regardless, I'm still getting my message out there because it is that important. Does that make sense? Is that, are you guys feeling that? Because the opposite is just as terrible. Where we put something out there, social media posts, and you guys, inside of the Rise Mastermind, inside of the Rise Revolution in general, when I work with clients one on one, fear of other people's criticism and judgment, it just comes up. And that's fine. It's very natural to be afraid of other people going, you suck, you're weird, this is terrible, who are you? What gives you the right? And I'm afraid of those things too. Like I said in the beginning of this recording, I am six months really harnessing and using the tools that I've built and I've learned from other teachers, but also from my own personal practice to truly, for the first time ever, really love myself and, and, and look at that pull I have to want to be validated, to want to be liked, to want to be in that cool kids club, right? But every time I decide that that's more important than being authentic, I cut myself in half. To borrow from Swami Kripalu, I break my own heart. And then I don't even realize it until like months or years later, even when I just feel hollow. Have you guys ever felt that way where you're just hanging out with people and it's so cool at the beginning, 
there's this social group, there's this click, you know, and you finally got in, you're finally like in the cool kids club. And then, and then like, you've just sold yourself, sold to the devil. And you're just like having to pretend to be authentic, but it's working. People are liking you. People are enjoying you. So you keep going. But meanwhile, you're breaking your own heart. You're cutting your self-empowerment in half. And then you look around and you're like, you're, you're just like, who the fuck am I? When did I become this? And I think it's a valuable journey to go on. If any of you have ever felt that way, like, good for you. I hope that you're with me on the other side of that, nodding your head, listening to this or watching to this and going, and going I've been there because I've been there too. And it sucks. And we want to fit in so badly. And But you risk your authenticity. You risk having people go, you suck. This is weird. I don't agree with you too, because then you learn how to actually, let's say, let me back up. So when you put something out there, like let's say social media, and you do a post and someone challenges your point of view, or someone says, you're a phony. I don't believe you on the other posts. You said this and you know, you find it, you find yourself a troll. I recently had a troll not too long ago. Um, she has vanished because she even went as far as to making a, a fake account, which is really amusing. Her tone and her words, it was, everything was the same. So I knew it was her. So I called her out by her name. She has since deleted those comments from my Instagram page, which is a shame because I wanted to screenshot some of them and and just put her on blast. But I just, I'm, I'm happy that she didn't, you know, I would have used her as an example. I wouldn't have used her name, but I wanted to be like, Hey, here's an example of someone who doesn't understand what the hell I'm talking about. And, and really came at me like a troll with her claws out. And here's how I handled it like an adult. And I educated her and then she vanished. That was my first time getting heat from someone. So I know I have a long way to go because as a thought leader, just like you, you're going to be saying things that are different. Hopefully you are, right? Hopefully you're going to be thinking and talking and behaving and living differently at some point because you're a thought leader like me. We like to live differently and we like to show other people alternative ways of being in this world. And at some point, that's just going to be like against the grain for other people. It's too different for their paradigm. And some people are just, they don't understand the negativity and the lack of responsibility. So they'll just, they'll be a troll. Okay. So now, now the opposite thing is happening where you just put a post out there. You just put your heart out there and you're like, yay, this is so cool. This is so uh," like, who the fuck is this? What this 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 lady is so mean. And she's got it all wrong. And do you see how I started paying attention? This is exactly what I did. I started paying attention and I went back and I read the post again. And I was like, oh, it's gotta be her. And like my heart raced. And and then I was just like, I feel really bad for her. Like that's that's where my thoughts went to. That's when I knew. I was like, okay, cool. All this self-work I've been doing, all my self-love, I was able to quickly take the attention off of her, bring it back to me where, or maybe the other way around, I suppose. Yeah. The other way around. That's what I meant. Like I was able to not make it about me. 
And I was able to go, holy crap, this person is so sad inside, so confused, so lost. I, I feel so sad for her. And man, I just want her to be happy because for someone to be so sad and so miserable that they have to take time out of their day to like shit on me, that person's heartbroken. And I wish them love and peace. And my God, like that's so the, my point, there's a, a tangent right there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But like my point is I was about to go into the story. And then if I hadn't have worked on myself, I haven't been loving myself, I haven't been working on making my spiritual self stronger, guarding my greatness. I love to say that. I guard my greatness through various exercises. I would have taken her negative feedback and probably pulled that post down. I would have questioned myself. Am I not authentic? Am I lying? Am I being deceitful? I would have questioned that, which is the stupidest, most ridiculous stuff to ever question myself. (laughs) No, those things are not true. But do you see where I'm going? So whether it's a positive comment or a negative comment, we can get so caught up in other people's views of us that it distorts the actual reality. And I feel the only thing that's ever really important, which is you believing in you. When we get someone saying, great job, you're amazing. Yeah, it lifts us up and it feels great. But what about when those comments aren't there? Do you still feel great about yourself? Do you still know why you're amazing? Do you still understand that the skills and the gifts that you've been giving by source, by God, are yours to and a responsibility almost to get out there into the world? Do you get that or do you need that external validation? So there's the check on the positive side of it, okay? And the negative side of the comments are similar but opposite, right? Like it's when you have a negative comment, do you fold? Do you crack? Do you question your whole life? Do you, do you go back on your word? Do you, oh yeah, maybe that, maybe I wasn't right. That's not what I meant. Do you question everything? Do you lose your confidence? I think it's probably easier for us to say, yeah, well, of course, and that's natural, but hopefully you're seeing now all the times that we play into that positive and we change our behaviors to get that, oh, good girl or good little boy or good girl comments, right? Or a good person, I suppose that's the other way I should say that. We do those things. We want to be liked. We want to be loved. And that's okay. It's okay. Just like it's okay to not want negative comments. I'm not trying to make any of those natural human feelings wrong. I'm trying to give us tools for awareness so that you can see what's motivating you. What is motivating you to post this type of post, to say this type of thing? to wear these types of clothes, to pursue this person. What is the motivation? Is it to be liked? Okay. If it is, all right, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit, of course, I want to put out content that you guys like. But what's different is that I'm not going to shit myself and worry and sing the blues if no one likes my stuff. This is for me. I do this podcast for you, but I'm also doing it for me. 
I'm doing every course in the Manifesting Mastery Membership and doing the, the retreat in January for you, but I'm also doing it for me. Here's why. Every time I make a podcast, I become a different person. I grow. Every time I lead a retreat, every time I lead a workshop or a masterclass online or in person, I become that woman who did that thing. And so everywhere I go and every opportunity I get, whether or not someone likes it or doesn't, is beside the point now. I'm just so invested in becoming the woman I said I wanted to be and the woman I don't even know I can be. Like my open capabilities there, like what is my fullest potential? I'll never know. You'll never know if we're consistently hoping to get all the positive likes in the world and avoid the negative. Pulling on some spiritual and Eastern wisdom here, there is a system in both Hinduism and Buddhism called the Kleshas or the Kleshas. They're pronounced either way. There's five of them, and these are the five reasons we suffer. These are the five Kleshas are the things we do to cause suffering. Let's see if I can remember them. The first one is ignorance, you know, really not understanding that you're source, that you're God, that you're always connected to the one. As soon as we feel separate from that, we're like, you know, scrambling and we, and we get all egoism and, and we do the rest of the, we do the rest of the clutches. And then there's fear of death, fear of dying, which is pretty duh, but like, it's a big one, right? We, we really do um, avoid living because we're afraid of dying. And not to get too philosophical with that. So it's, 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 it's that woo-woo energy side of that heartbeat side of that real human side of like, well, I just don't want to die. I don't want to step out in front of this bus. But it's also like sometimes we fear death so much that we actually forget to do the things that make us feel alive as well. Okay. Then there's avoidance of the things that we don't want. And this is what relates to today's talk is we avoid what we don't want to have happen. I always give the example of going in the grocery store and you're going down the aisle and you got your cart and then you, you look down an aisle and you see that person that you just hate talking to. Hate maybe is a strong word, but like they always bring up so-and-so or they always talk way too long, which by the way is a boundaries thing and you need to learn to say something. Um, but you know, you're just like, oh, I don't want to see them right away. That's avoidance. And so what do you do? You keep pushing your cart. And you're like, all right, I'll go down two more aisles to the paper towel aisle. And I will say, ah, there they are again, right? Damn it. And now it's too late. You've got to, oh, hi. And you fake it. And you guys all know that that little charades we all do. It's so human and so funny. But that's an example, a funny example of avoidance where you can avoid things, sure, but eventually it's just right there again for you to deal with. That is... Uh, similar to my belief of why, you know, we want to avoid negative comments, um, but they're there, you know, and and people are always going to be not liking you, not agreeing with you. Um, and that's okay. It's a part of human nature to not always agree. It's okay to have a different opinion. 
multiple truths can exist at once. I think that's something I always like to think about with negative people or, or not just negative people, positive people who just don't happen to agree with me. Um, you know, multiple truths can exist at once. So that way they're right and I'm right. And we can just move on with our lives. Another one of the clashes is attachment, like going toward things that you want. And that relates to making that social media post and really hoping that everyone in the world likes it and maybe getting a bummed out when, when it doesn't go viral or something. You know, we get attached. We seek the pleasures of life. And the problem with that sort of always wanting to have pleasure is that when you get it, it doesn't last. And then we've got to do it again, find that pleasure. And we get it and we love it and it doesn't last. And so you're on this roller coaster of seeking pleasure, but also avoiding the pains of life. Whereas in this context of today's episode, if we just stopped paying attention or giving a shit about the negative and the positive comments, and instead developed and nurtured that relationship to your own inner voice, your own inner, inner love for yourself, and say, hey, you know what? Whether they like me or not, I like me. Whether they like this post or not, get it or not, I get me. And it's not necessarily at that point about do they get it or not. It's about did you try? Did you show up? Did you, you know, apply yourself? Did you, did you, were you willing to be a beginner? Because if you did, if you applied yourself, if you tried, if you're willing to be a beginner, and and people don't like it. So what? You're you're way more brave than them because you're showing up unperfect, imperfect. You're showing up for the love of what you love, and that is what I mean by you become the person of your dreams. Every time you do anything, that's why it's so freaking important. You take action, and that's it. Take action for the sake of taking action. Take action and love yourself. Thank yourself. Give yourself that hug and be like, hell yeah, I did it. I did it for me. Cool if people like it. Cool if people double tap. It's really awesome if people show up. It's really awesome if people pay me. I really would appreciate it if this post did go viral. I really would love it if I did impact millions today or whatever, hundreds or even just one person. But also, cool if everyone hated it. You know, it's okay if no one got it. It's also okay if it made a couple people mad because maybe it's a thought in a direction they never went before and people are rigid most of the time. Or maybe it's like, um, I don't know, really made them think about the things they don't want to think, you know, about. And then they got mad at me. And so their, their claws are out because I actually forced them to look at something. You know, there's, you know, you don't really know the reason why someone doesn't like the post. And I guess what I'm saying is you never really know the reason why someone does like a post. It could be twisted and, and really convoluted on either side. So the best advice I have for you, and it's bugging me, by the way, I can't think of the fifth, fifth clusha. Maybe there's only four. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> the five clashes. All right. Yeah, there is five. Okay, what, which one did I miss here? We've got ignorance, attachment, propulsion, will to live, 
Oh, of course, Asmita. I amness. I amness is the ego. I am, meaning I exist and no one else does. It's me versus you, separation, which sounds a lot like the first one, which was separation from the source. But this one is like separation from each other. I am just myself and lone person on my own island. And it's all about me. And and you and I are so separate. You know, someone who's stuck in the I amness is like consistently thinking about all of the ways they are different from other people. So again, it causes suffering. What about thinking about all the ways you're like other people? What about reminding yourself you're connected to source? What about instead of fearing death, you fear not living? What about instead of seeking all the good stuff in life and avoiding the bad, you take a step back and you just become a little more neutral. In fact, plus one that by loving the crap out of yourself. And that way, you'll become a little bit more free-flowing in life. And people's opinions of you, they won't bother you as much. And you won't get stuck in your mind of, did I, did I say the wrong thing? Did their facial expression just tell me that they didn't like me? Should I speed up? Should I slow down? Should I say this? Am I funny enough? You know, all those crazy things. I know you guys do it. I do it too. That we do the slow us down. You know, at the base of it, it's really robbing our energy, isn't it? And I think that's really important to recognize and to get out of that trap. So I deeply hope you paid attention to this, that you think about it a little bit more and apply it in your life. Where can you be a little less attached to either positive feedback and negative? Okay. Oh, as a side note, don't go, don't walk around being like this aloof jerk about it of like, when people are like, wow, I love your cooking. You're like, "Mm, mm -hmm, okay, whatever. You know, say thank you. When someone gives you a compliment, (laughs) be nice, be socially nice, but also to yourself. I hope that when you cooked a meal or you've done that podcast, or you wrote that chapter in your book, or you tucked your kids in at night, you're like, damn, I did a great job. Good job, self good job, self, and that you love yourself first. Thank you so much, you guys. It was an honor to be with you. And I hope you enjoy these videos. If you're watching the YouTube video, please subscribe, hit that like button below. Let me know below the video what you enjoyed, what you really got out of this. What was your big takeaway? And if you guys are listening to the podcast, the audio recording, thank you again so much for being a listener. I love you. And I'll be with you again soon. Bye guys. (laughs) 